When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. I am the big guy, Ryback, wishing you all a happy and great Friday uh, and an early start to your weekend. Streaming live over here on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy, Ryback, the big guy, the big guy, Ryback22 on Instagram and TikTok. Swing on over here, guys. We're streaming live on Ryback TV on YouTube. Ryback Rules on Twitch and Ryback at Twitter for a couple of days. It's usually up there. Uh, your questions and answers, uh, your questions are answered on the show. You are the co-host of the show, if you will. The ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions go, ladies and gentlemen. Super Chats are encouraged for the big guys, Starbucks, Massage, and WWE trademark uh piggy bank with everything and a lot of great things coming up with all of that and super excited with my deposition coming up here very very soon and i've been preparing and uh, going over everything on that so if i'm not as active on social media and things it's because i'm spending a little bit more of my time uh going over uh things in my spare time uh <laughs> as far as to make sure that i am uh thoroughly uh prepared for for uh all of that good stuff that, that comes along with, with that so Big workout today, 24-hour fast coming up after that, and uh, a little relaxation later. Got to do a lot of shoulder work this weekend, doing some earlier today, along with my with my early Feed Me More Nutrition work with all of that. A lot of stuff going on with that. Super pumped. We will be back in stock also of the iso-hungry uh, protein. The vanilla mocha is going to be in stock uh, in the, hopefully the next couple weeks, along with the Hope Spot Mood and Stress Support. Manufacturer has the labels. They just got it now manufacture the products, which there's usually a little bit of a wait time. Uh, they are, they know that it's a ASAP order because uh, the labels got delayed for, for a couple weeks with that. So hoping to get that every once in a while, we do run out of stock, unfortunately, and I apologize, uh, but we have plenty of other great supplements up there. So please check those out because this show you guys is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors. Vegan friendly for all people. You don't have to be vegan to use them. They just happen to contain ingredients that, that don't have any animal products in them. For men and women, he, she, and thee over on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. That's RYBACKSHOW20 over on feedmemore.com. Get 20% off your order for being a, a fan or a hater, or supporter, whatever it is that you are listening or watching the Ryback Show. Take a nice cold drink of a Zevia Black Cherry. 
these uh I think the black cherry is one of my go-tos when I'm thirsty. I don't know if it's my favorite, but when I'm thirsty, outside of water, a nice ice cold stevia, I think I've mentioned that before. It hits the spot. I'm sure you've got your flavor. All right, let's jump into the show. Uh, Let's get going. I have not retired from pro wrestling. Thank you, though. I've never, never retired because I'm not retired. It is just simply a break. And if people can't understand that, that's your problem and not mine. <laughs> uh, someone asked, was Wrestler's Court still in operation in your time there? And was Taker still judge? Bro, no. What do you, you, you know this because you're a hardcore mark. I could tell already by asking that question. Undertaker was not there outside of a rare appearance for WrestleMania or maybe every once in a blue moon being backstage at a Texas show. Do you think Undertaker was like, oh, we're, they're going to be in uh, Laredo, Texas. Let me go ahead and grab my judge's outfit and my mallet and, and my little, my wig, my white hair, my old old school wig and come on in and, and do a little judging of the talent of today. You think that? Do you think that's what happened? Do you think for before WrestleMania, WrestleMania week, Undertaker reserved one of the rooms. I had a special room, a judge's room, JBL and all the other, the old school guys, they had them all in there and they would just get us and try to intimidate us and scare us and judge us. Like, what do you think? Like, do you think he's in just in the locker room, just in there waiting for us to get out of the shower after a hard match? Go, I'm going to judge the hell out of that right back. No, no, no. I don't know what else to tell you. Some of you guys, the questions, like that was that was something they did in their period, and, and it was great, and I'm sure, and it was fun and games, and they they drank and they had a great time, and that did not exist, and, and it doesn't exist outside of that. There's it just doesn't exist because one, it probably wouldn't fly in this day and age, anyways. I'm not against anything, but I just don't think I was. I always took care of myself, and 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 that was it. Good to see all of you. I prefer the shell shock over the backpack stunner. Uh, we're going to go ahead and throw a block in there. No spamming the chat with your questions. Uh, but I am 40 years old. I don't think you're going to see that, though, because you got blocked. Shell shocked out of Rybackville. Hello, hello. Good to see all of you. Charles Milton, thank you for swinging by, swinging by the Ryback show. Somebody says, YOLO, you only live once. I am not the biggest guy. I am the big guy, and that is trademarked. Joseph Michael coming in hot with the super chat today. What's your favorite BCAA and pre-workout flavor? I use, I, I tend to, so I think my favorite pre-workout or the wake up and limited energy pre-workout is the pink lemonade. I drink that by far. It, my, my order goes pink lemonade, mango candy, green apple. And I like all of them. But pink lemonade, I never get sick of. Mango candy, I could drink for a long period. And then I got I to gotta go back to the pink lemonade. But pink lemonade, I never want to get. Like, I, I just, pink lemonade, I'm a little extra happy when I have the pink lemonade on that. The BCAA, I go back and forth between the cotton candy and raspberry lemonade. I'm going to tell you, I like both flavors equally. It depends what I'm in the mood for. But I sometimes mix both and it creates a random rainbow flavor. Like, and that's just how I use them. I there, I don't have a particular on that one. I, I literally pretty equal on the cotton candy and the raspberry lemonade on the finish of BCAA, though. And I do recommend try like a scoop of each. 
I think that is a fantastic flavor. Like I, the cotton candy and raspberry lemonade mixed together. I do the, I mix the BCAAs with the Pumplex City, and that creates a unique rainbow flavor that I really, really like. And um, so, yeah, that, that's how I, 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 I tend to use the supplements. Thank you for the super chat. You guys that don't know anything about anything with a return. I've talked about this a, a gazillion times. We're handling everything with the trademark, and then we will go from there. Okay. So I've, I've got to continue to do the work on, on my shoulder. Can't stress this enough, just for everybody. Needing a five disc fusion and a shoulder replacement, even though you see me all the time and I'm amazing and my back is 100% now and I've been blessed and beyond lucky. Like, it is, it is endless work, and it's not just like, oh, I got a little boo-boo. Like, there's a lot that goes on with all of this. And then on top of that, the legal stuff is my number one priority with everything in my business and my investments and, and just being the best me possible. So it will all work itself out. I mean, you, got, you guys ask the questions every day. Every day, and I tell you the same thing every day. And, you know, so it's up to you. Gotta, you got to take that information. You got to process it. And you got to be like, oh, okay, he's very consistent with what he's telling us. Let's just go ahead and accept that. Okay. <laughs> Bill, have a good one, Bill. Thank you for swinging by again, man. Joseph Michael, the super chat. Is it okay for me to add your creatine to coffee with plant-based milk? You're, yeah, if you want. I've never heard anything. Uh, negative in terms of mixing creatine with coffee i personally wouldn't do that but if you want to do that you're more than welcome i if i were you I'd just put it creatine in water and chug it if you're not mixing it with anything and uh and take it that way but if you want to take it with your coffee if you do that like before your workout and it doesn't doesn't bother you like the, the creatine is pretty tasteless but it is it is the the powder so i mean it, it's all dependent but i think if you're using the plant-based milk with it you know I don't, maybe, I, I can't see it uh, affecting the taste uh, in too harsh of a way. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how creatine reacts in coffee in, in, with the, in the, you know what I mean? And with the acidity of, of the coffee, I don't know if that would create like a, I would try it and see and get back to me on it. I, I love my black coffee straight so much. I don't think I would chance, I would never chance it with the creatine. Regov, the deposition is close. All the very best to you. Thank you very much, buddy. We're, we are doing our preparation. I've got quite a bit to do this weekend and on Monday and uh, just reviewing documents and different things. And um, because a lot of this stuff is, has been gone on for six years, essentially. So it's going over and just uh, being prepared. You know, I'll be dealing with the WWE attorney or attorneys. I don't know if they're showing up in person to, to where we have to go or if they're going to do it over a video conference. I uh, I won't be shocked if they do it over a video conference, but it would it'd be great. I would be more than uh, happy for them to be there in person. I like the energy of real life interactions much better. And um, but we'll, we'll have to see. I, I personally hope they have to fly out because it's going to cost Vince more if they have to fly out. <laughs> Not that it's like, I know you probably, well, that's nothing, right? But it all adds up because there's a lot of other stuff going on with them, you know? So and it, it, it's minimal for me. So, but I, I, I will have to see what happens with everything. 
I'm sure they'll have some of my good social media stuff to bring up. And I can't wait with a smile on my face. Did you make this comment? Yes, I did. Next. <laughs> Geller says, do you think uh, Liv Morgan is overrated? No. I don't know what you, 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 whatever your opinion is on anything, like, go ahead. I don't watch things and be like, man, I've never, I'm telling you this, just honest perspective on me on anything in life. I've never once looked at an athlete, an actor. I just enjoy what I enjoy. And if there's someone in particular that I don't find is, is entertaining or I don't like for whatever reason, I just don't watch and I don't, I don't, I don't, but I never say like, man, that Liv Morgan's overrated. No. Not now, it does like that thought process doesn't even go through my brain. I don't, and that's something maybe it goes through your brain, and then you can you can think, and then you can go on the message boards, and then you can go find other people that that think she's overrated too, and then you guys can go up and, and talk a bunch of trash in your chat forums and feel like big, big, tough little boys in there. Like, ah, Lib Morgan's overrated. That's right, she's overrated. Yeah, she sucks. Chug, chug, chug. Cheat, Cheetos fist bump, my man. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, what do you, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think like that. When you guys ask questions like that, you're going to get just a straight answer. Like, I can't sugarcoat it. Like, I, 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 there's just, and that's in general, wrestling, live, like, I don't, I don't like put on, on the TV and, and watch baseball, but like, man, that guy's overrated. Man, that guy's so underrated. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't just, I don't think like that. Maybe that's like a hardcore fan thing. And then like, but whatever, every human is, is going to have an opinion on what they think about people, but it's up to the people that choose to have a positive, healthy, strong mindset that choose not to waste their time thinking about things that don't make a difference. And that, my friend, doesn't make a difference any which way. Uh, good question here on weightlifting. Where did that go? What are your thoughts on five by five for increases uh, for increasing strength and for getting the push off the chest? Do you have any recommendations? As I tend to be the weakest pushing at that point, Kevin uh, asked. Oh, the five by five program is really, really good. And that if you check out my Feed Me More Maximum Size and Strength program, and I'm really big on and when trying to maximize size and strength, uh, a big, big proponent of the four to six reps, which is that five falls right into that. That's just one spot on four to six. So research shows is really, really it, when healthy and strong and able to do that with good form, uh, you can make very, very, very significant natural gains. And if people choose to use stuff, it will enhance that even further. Um, I think it's one of the reasons too, you look at somebody like um, Ronnie Coleman and despite, and you take away, you just look at all those guys and on the drugs involved and all that, right? But Ronnie did train at an intensity and, and a much heavier workload than all the other competitors in that. And I think it was pretty evident in his physique on the amount of muscle and the muscle density that he had, it creates a very thick, dense muscle training in that. Like Dorian Yates, same thing. Guys might actually be close to the same like size proportion, but the actual just muscle, just it, it's hard to, to 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 describe. It's just different. It's a thicker muscle. It's a stronger muscle. 
And uh, I'm a big, big proponent in that and doing it in, in intervals. And, and you can't train like this all the time. You have to push and you pull back. And I'm a big proponent of the 10 to 12 reps, even 12 to 15. If, as long as you're training to failure, and but you can you can lessen the workload on that too. You can keep you can keep significant size and make great gains and not put your your joints and tendons uh, and muscles under as much tension all the time, right? But but that I'm a big big proponent of that training, and it, it has done me very well and helped me over the years. And uh, I make my best gains when I am doing that. Um, as far as bench, I would follow some benchers, man. You know, I I, I had a big five fifty bench back when I was younger. Um, and then, then did 500 again in, in, in Cena's gym back when, and, and that was with like no training on, on like getting ready for it as far as walked in, went and did it. And, uh, and that was pretty much my limit at that point with wrestling, but prior to wrestling 550 and, uh, but there's some guys that can do more than that. And there's some big, big heavyweights and, uh, you know, um, they like TD smash, uh, I would follow the TD smash, uh, on, uh, on Instagram. And then there's, you'll see there's other people on his page that you could follow. I would follow one of those because those guys are like, he's like a 700 pound bencher and uh, he's a super, super heavyweight, but it does. He, he's, he's a 700 pound plus bencher. And I think there's a couple, a Julius, uh, I can't remember his name. It's Julius, Julius Maddox. If I'm not mistaken, I think he might be like close to an 800 or 800 plus pound bencher, something ridiculous, another monster, super heavyweight. Um, and they have a bunch of videos on that. And I would watch their stuff. And like, if, and this is just my advice. If people like that, I would interact with them on their page and then and, and leave comments and, and, and not be fake, just genuine like things. And then and when you feel the time is right, maybe you leave a comment or, or like you try to message. But if you leave some comments, they're probably going to notice you over time. And if you don't rush the process, and you know, and you're like, hey, you know, um, do you have any tips, you know, for for maximizing the the bottom portion of of, of the bench to sticking point for me? You increase your odds of maybe one of them getting back to you on that. And you know, you could just follow and message and see, but they they may, they might not see it. They might, but but and you could try that, but still just follow them and leave pop comments. And that's what I would do. If you're outside of just going and asking somebody for something, right? And maybe over, you know, a course of a little time, and they'd see, man, this guy's always leaving cool comments and he's supportive. I mean, I want to help him out, right? And that's just basic human like interaction and, and using a little bit of common sense in it. And you can ask though right away. And there's nothing wrong with that either. You just got to remember some people like to them, they don't know who you are. People get a lot of messages. They may just, well, I don't know who that is. But and maybe you try that and, and get lucky right away. And but if not, you keep doing that, just hanging out their page, and, and maybe you ask a, on one of the one of the one of the one of the, he has a big bench video up, and you're like, hey man, I get stuck on the bottom portion. Would you any advice? And, and maybe he gets back to you right there on the on the page itself. You never know. We're going to throw a shell shock here. It's always the two same people that try to. Uh, they spam at the same time. <laughs> uh, Uncle Snizzle, hell of a hell of a name here. Love when you do the weekend live streams. When you were drinking some wine or reading negative comments, LOL. Can we get you to do one of those again soon? Yeah, I haven't done a whining with the Ryback, and I haven't been like, I, man, I've been so busy with things. I haven't even seen a lot like comments. I would have to go and screenshot them and have like a handful to do to do a show like that. I've talked talked about it on here before. Um, 
And when I have my red wine, it is such a treat for me to relax. I don't like doing filming content doing it, if that makes sense. And I know they're a lot of fun. I'm just so busy with everything that I do. And I'm really big on just protecting my energy and my downtime. You got to remember, too, like when I do, like, you know, I, I do two to three shows a week here on the Ryback show. I do my feeding time video every week with that, right? Um, with that. And then, and then my social media content. And I, I'm extremely active on social media in, in, in posting that and getting all my stuff on and, and, and into the pages. And then we have my other the people that help me that do run the other accounts. But I'm constantly messaging and, and doing things and have to work. And I do my investments and like I'm constantly doing stuff with this, right? And I training, doing my rehab on my shoulder for for long periods every day with that. And uh so I, it's a matter of like if I'm just I'd like to relax and I don't want to I don't want to be filming content and worried about video and uploading it and sending it to my editor and right? And I get it and if it once things I think are smoothed over and all the legal stuff is out of the way and and uh there's a little more breathing room uh, and things, you know, maybe uh, maybe I enjoy doing those when I did, but I, 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 that was my drinking day that I would do those. And I realized, like, oh man, I'm not really getting to fully enjoy because that, it's not fully enjoying it for me filming a video when I'm constantly filming videos. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> super chat, Joseph Michael. Thank you again. Joseph Michael coming in hot with the super chats today. I'm not religious, but you're my plant based vegan god. I was just in Vegas, went to the vegan restaurants. It was awesome, bro. Thank you very much. Uh, I believe God is in each and every one of us, in the energy of God. Uh, I so, But I thank you. I am not, uh, I, I, I would never refer to myself as God. <laughs> the, um, but I don't, what restaurants, I'm curious that you went to out here. That Vegas is, is I'm, I think Vegas... I've heard California is ridiculous as far as they have a lot of great stuff out there, but we are, we are getting, so I don't want to say we are one of the best vegan cities uh, in the world, but I don't know if we are the absolute best, but we are, we are very good. I know LA is, is, is awesome as well. Tyler Shugru, Ryback Show regular, coming in with another super chat. WrestleMania 20 had one of the best match cards of all time. HBK versus Triple H. Versus Benoit, Taker versus Kane, Lesnar versus Goldberg, Angle versus Eddie, uh, Big Show versus Cena, etc. Uh, yeah, absolutely stacked uh, WrestleMania. In, in 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 when especially as time goes on, that was stacked for the time then. And as time has gone on, and and they're le- those guys have all, you know, is outside of of the the Benoit stuff. But as far as in the everybody else, I mean, their their careers. All Hall of Famers, right? When you look at that, essentially, you're all gonna be Big Show. I don't. Big Show's not has Big Show hasn't been inducted yet, right? I don't. I don't believe so. Maybe I, I unless I've missed something. But uh, yeah, man, absolutely. That was if you looked at that absolute stacked. And I would say if the Benoit stuff didn't didn't happen, you have all all Hall of Famers, right? Based off their their criteria of people who would get in, so. Absolutely a stacked uh, WrestleMania card. I agree with you on that. Kevin Kilgore coming in with a $9.99 coffee money for the big guy. Doesn't even want to answer, have a question answered. Just throwing those dollar bills at the big guy on the stage. The big guy doing the Alex Wright. I can't get my hips into it because I'm sitting, but 
that would be my go-to if I was a male stripper. The Alex Wright WCW dance. That and the Disco Inferno. Them two. Those guys were an entertaining tag team for a while. I'm a big fan. I I, I love Disco Inferno when I was... I thought he was extremely entertaining. Um, and and I, 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 growing up watching WCW and, and WWE and going back and forth. That those would be my, if I'm like drunk stripping on stage, those are the go-to dance moves of the big guy. <laughs> Random wrestling question of the day. Would you take a knockout finish by Big Show? Or a Batista spine buster, the most pick one. Wait, hold on. Are you talking about like real life? Is this like taking, or are you talking about taking it in the ring? You got it. I got it. I got to need some clarification on how, how much of a marked question this is. Is this like in the street? Big Show gets to punch me as hard as he can. And I've got to take a, a straight punch by a giant and then fall on concrete. And also, am I taking a spine buster from Batista? Like, Dave, I see him in Hollywood and I go up to give him a hug and he tricks me and he gives me a spine buster on the Hollywood stars. Square deal. And I'm hitting my head on the back of the cement and concrete. Like both could kill me. And it could kill anybody because of the concrete. So I need to know that. Very important part of the question you left out. Concrete street. Yeah, brother that, you know how, like, so one, a spine buster on the concrete, the back of your head is getting split open and, and, and then death is imminent on that. A punch, a punch gives you, I'd probably have to go, I'm going to take the punch and, and, and just, and, and take the knockout if it, and, and hope I don't hit bang my head on the, on the cement as I fall. Hope that I crumble. Jeez. Spine buster, you're, that's back of your head on that 100%. There's no way around it. And your back, your spine is busted. It's a no-brainer. Yes, I have all the fan mail information. Follow the instructions on that. And, and that is, uh, hold on. Let's go ahead. Taking a look here. Good to see all you. Phoenix Marie is doing fantastic. I talk to her occasionally, every, every, usually every couple weeks, sometimes every week. Uh, Geller with his overrated talk saying Wardlow is overrated. You're entitled to your opinion. I've enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed watching, um, Wardlow. I enjoy watching his segments. I saw part of AEW, uh, a, a good part of it this past week with that. I do think they, you know, it's, um, it's going to be, he had a lot of momentum uh, going into and in the MJF program. MJF has kind of just disappeared, right? That's been no mention of that, which is, that's kind of just been forgotten about in the grand scheme of things for the, the time being. And, it is when you, the thing is when you start getting momentum, you have to then protect that momentum, and you got to have people um, and and things and be a lot of things need to go into making sure that that the segments are well thought out that that someone like that is involved in, right? Um, and it's but 
he has the the momentum is still there. I don't think it was as as hot as it was, but I don't think that is it's not anything. It's just simply a matter of finding opponents for him, and and and, and feuds and programs uh, that are really really hot. And that's that's not easy. That's not easy in general to always do right. But I think that needs to be a, a top priority. I would for that company, but I think he's doing a fantastic job. I I, I enjoy watching him. Can you call the veterinarian? I've got a couple sick pythons here. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. <laughs> uh, so stupid. I'm a big fan of jokes like that. Those are great icebreakers with women. Hello from India. Good to see all my all the people on here from all over. Yes, we do the anything with the autographs. I, I did autographs for free for damn near six years plus over six years on that because I'm not doing appearances right now and on that. And so with that and that that free period is over with that. And I did that and got back as much stuff as I possibly could on that. And that is the going rate. And that is cheaper than if you go to places in person or whatnot. But you know you're getting your stuff signed and authenticated by me. And it's your choice. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to. We have people that enjoy that and do that with no problem whatsoever. And like I said, I don't know any other wrestler or person that did free stuff that charges on all his appearances for free for six years. So, you know. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, I don't know anything about uh, anything with any wrestling promotion. Guys, I just live my life and working and doing, like I said, my legal stuff, growing my business. And and when the, when the time is right, the time will be right. I'm training my, my, my ass off, I, my conditioning, and keeping myself as ready as possible so that that gap of getting ring ready will be as small as humanly possible. Right. Instead of like just being laid back and easy and eating chips and salsa and margaritas all day, I'm living my life exactly as I did when I wrestled. I'm disciplined. I get up 435, 530 a.m. every single morning prior to the stock market. I do my investing. I do my, my business, my supplements. And I have my, my day orchestrated that I'm staying active and busy. Right. And we'll see what happens. I don't there's so many fake things and people do things for stories. And I'm just simply focusing on my stuff. And things are going to work out the way they need to work out. The people that know me in wrestling know the truth about me and know the right things. And I and I know the truth, most importantly. And things will work themselves out when the time is right. Uh, Raghav Chalwa, thank you again for the super chat. I had another second super chat I think that was missed. But anyway, I forgot to label my first one as coffee money like I usually do. So this one, thank you very much. And let me go ahead and see where I missed uh the other super chat sometimes they don't all pop up i apologize and i've got a scroll up i got it thank you buddy hitting the gym in a bit any suggestion on what to hit also the wake up has been a godsend absolutely amazing since i started taking it thank you very much buddy i would again uh train would I, I can't i can't 
I don't know what you've trained for the week. I can tell you, I'm a big proponent now. And what I'm currently doing is I train uh, my upper body twice per week uh, in anywhere from 10 to 20 sets total. So you like my current split is like Monday, excuse me. And sometimes the days fluctuate depending on what stuff comes up. Um, and this week I've got a weird split coming the way I'm doing things this week because next week I got to take Tuesday off. Um, but Monday will be like uh, chest and shoulders, right? And, uh, and, and then like forearms, hand grips in, in my conditioning. Tuesday will be back uh, in arms. And I split those sets up like 10, 10 to 12 sets, sometimes 14 on, on the body part for that, those first workouts. And then on, uh, I do my legs on Wednesday or Thursday, legs and abs really, really hard, only once a week on those. And then I do uh, upper up shoulders, back, chest, uh, and arms, and traps. Traps are on Tuesday as well. Like there's a lot, but I'll, I'll do a smaller amount of sets and more of an upper body workout on, on Fridays usually, right? And it's, I'm doing less sets than I did those other workouts to where it's usually around 20 sets total for the whole week of everything. And uh, that's what I've been currently doing and really, really like. And I'm in really good shape right now and uh, really, really happy with where I'm sitting. So uh, I would just say, just whatever you go, make up your mind on, on, I would say, don't listen to me on like, hey, go train legs. Like, no, go train what you want to go train and just go in with a hungry mindset and attitude and feel good about your workout with it. And, uh, and I hope you have a good one. P90X ab ripper XO. If you're not doing that, if you want to get your abs to insane levels, P90X ab ripper X, they have like three different workouts on there. They, that is, I remember back when I first started it in WWE, when I first discovered it, I go, man, this is so hard. And I used to just do ab machines and like sit-ups and stuff. And I never, but like that stuff is like high rep, very short rest. And I used to not be able to get through the workout. I would have to do like, I started off like doing it, like instead of 25 reps per exercise, I'd be like, I'd do 12 to 15. And then I finally got to where I could get through it. I could breathe, breeze through that so easy now. And it's amazing how strong my core is compared to when I was younger. I think when I was a young, younger kid in my core, I did insane amount of ab stuff. And then as you get older, I think I got more into like some like just bodybuilding stuff on top of my powerlifting stuff. And, but, uh, now I'm a really, really big proponent on really training abs hard and doing from weighted exercises to body weight and just mixing it up. But I'm a big, that's, I, I can always judge, man, if you, having abs and being bigger is not easy. Having abs in general, unless you have a really fast metabolism and people are thinner, they can naturally have abs. But for most people, especially the bigger you are, it takes significant work to have abs with that, which is a lot of guys don't. And it, a lot of it's genetic too. How good are you genetically? with your abs and some guys, even if they're lean, they don't have like ripped abs. And it's, it, 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 I, I'm a big believer because they're hard. That's it. When life things in life that are hard, like if you ever go to a gym, look at the cardio equipment. You ever notice the Stairmasters are usually the, the one thing that is the, the most, depending on how many they have, but that tends to be the, 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 the thing that people are on the least. Now don't get me wrong. It's always possible you go in and there's some, some people in there that are on them. They get used, don't get me wrong, but they don't get used as frequently as the other cardio machines. And the reason for that is, is they are significant. It is significantly harder to do that, especially under good intensity um, with that. And that's kind of life in general. The harder things are, the 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 the, the less people tend to do it. And uh, or that there's not as many people that do that particular thing. 
And that's why achieving success and doing different things and things that take hard work, sometimes it, it hated upon by the, the masses because the, the level of commitment and, and energy that it takes and dedication, right? And abs are one of those things. Abs are, are hard to get. I've seen people that I literally had a po guy post a thing on one of my abs. He goes, man, getting abs are so mid. And it was a guy that was skinny, fat, and out of shape that left the comment. On, and he had his pictures up. And I'm just like, if they're so easy to have, why don't you have them? Whether it, but that's just the way people think. on uh, And they justify their things. Man, I could have abs if I want. If I just, I don't, I like eating all the junk all day. I'm, I'm content. The peace. Like, cool. But don't go judging other people that work hard or say it's easy. Because, brother, I guarantee you can't get those cravings under control long enough to get them. Uh, I do get asked for photos at the gym pretty frequently. It depends on what gym I go to, how many times I go there. And usually when I pop into a new gym, it's definitely going to be doing a handful of photos. Uh, and it, it honestly depends on the amount of people that are in there. People recognize me just from social media now. And that happens more often than I than I it ever did. We're like, hey, you're the guy from social media. And they don't even know that I wrestle with it. But a lot from wrestling. And it I, it's a lot, you know, the... Teenage uh, boys, young men, guy, and, and guys in general, um, and then all, like young and women too at that age, like that are in high school, that were little kids that were wrestling fans. If they're like people of that age that that grew up, that that tends to be, I feel like a lot in that age group. So it depends how many of those kinds of people are at a particular gym or wherever I go, which is a great thing. It's a great thing that that being off TV over six years and people six and a half years, six years, six plus years that they, they, they remember, you know? Uh, yeah, there are people that know me from the chippy. There's literally, I've literally had people that just take photos with me because I'm the chip guy and they think it's the greatest thing ever. And they, they literally go, congratulations. Like, I don't, I'm like, Oh, thank you. Like, I don't, I don't think, cause it's just, it's seen people. You got to realize most people, they don't ever know. They don't, they don't get seen by anything. I think it's just hilarious that that got popular with it. And, but that was the intention of all the videos. Any video I do, any piece of content, the goal is to be seen by as, as much people as possible. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see all of you. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, hello. Do I think Darby Allen's physique is dangerous for practicing wrestling? I don't know. He seems to. I don't. He seems to be doing just fine. I don't. I don't know. I've not ever heard anything about him like being injured or anything. So, if you know how to land properly and. I don't know, you know, if he's a, a serious weightlifter or not. If, like, I don't know. So I think, too, when you do, like, crazier stunts, 
or things and your body's taking a lot of abuse. If you're not someone that's like constantly like training too, you don't have to worry about as much as far as like injuring yourself, working out with injured joints and tendons and things, right? And bruises and deep bruises. And, um, but I don't, I don't know. I've never heard anything about him having any issues with his physique. He, he's, he's very lean and in shape. <clears throat> Hello, hello, hello. I'm looking forward to the Islam versus Oliveira matchup. I'm just going to enjoy the fights. I really don't. I just, I enjoy those. I hope for the best for everyone. And I just enjoy, man. I'll be happy with whoever wins. I, I think it's a very interesting matchup that I'm, I'm highly, highly interested in watching. <clears throat> Yes, I do. I do remember the, the the Chris Jericho, a little bit of the bubbly, uh, almost taking my eye out. That was that was intense. Uh, Justin says thoughts of on this question. Recently, do you think between agents and producers, which those are the same thing, so producers, writers, wrestlers. So do you think between producers, writers, and wrestlers, communication to refs is too many hands in one pot for a match, or is it beneficial? Thanks. Have a good day. I don't The referees will typically, they, they, they know the business of the match, and then depending on the length of the match um, and, and the certain, if there's something big that is happening, uh, they need to be aware of. No, not at all. That they're they're not getting writers aren't writers aren't dealing with referees typically that at least that I never saw writers will deal with the unless the referee is involved in a promo and if there's a thing which very rarely is that ever the case so you could take away one of those right away pretty much so between producers and wrestlers which wrestlers and I always and whenever whoever you're is assigned your ref they'll usually come up to you hey I, I got your match tonight okay awesome great. Uh, and you usually will give them a few things that like, hey, and depending on the length of the match, if you have some certain near falls that you want to get to be really, really close, I always would let them know what those were just so they they had, even though they've got other stuff, just so that they they just, it, it doesn't hurt to just communicate that with them on that. And, and you, most of them have great memories on all that stuff. And I was always impressed with that. But I never ever saw a referee like, they, they just typically need to know the finish. And he, my thing is too, and, and I always knew this. I always respect it and, and like and, and, and I and appreciate the the job that, that referees do. And they have they have multiple matches. You know, we have we have one match for the day. And granted, it's physical, and there's a lot. And you have to remember a lot in your match and different different things. And sometimes not as much as others. And if you have a promo, you got to memorize it, right? And different things with that. Referees, you know, though they could have three to, to, to five matches for a taping, if not more, depending on, on the, who they have there. So, you know, they got to remember, you know, they, they a lot of finishes and, and different things sometimes for, for matches. And again, they have time. They could do a match. You have a couple match break and they get with the other guys if anything changes, 
right? But they've got a busy start to finish day usually for all of that. And I always respected that and tried to keep it as simple for them as possible as far as telling them and, and not if I knew they had other things prior. I always knew they would come and, and they before because they're professional. They always touch base before we go out and they let them know, yep, same, same, we're good. You know, hey, no, this is we changed this actually, or right. And and I always I don't so I don't think that there's too many people on that. The, the communication, all that was always very efficient, I thought. Tyler Sugru, thank you. I miss Jim Ross, Tony Chimmel, and Lillian Garcia. All great people. You can follow them all on social media, and Jim Ross is still with AEW. So I would, uh, you could still see all these people on a daily basis, but I know I thought they all, they all were fantastic, uh, and people and staples on television for many years and Jim still is. Hello, hello. Yes, the WWE matches are real. Do I have thoughts of slamming Omos? Omos is a massive individual. I'm sure that was is a matchup that would be very appealing. Uh, do any of the do the any of the wrestlers smoke weed before the match? And if so, who smokes the most? It's got to be Orton. I have no idea. I'm not. I don't do that, and I don't. I've never, never, ever seen anyone do it. And I've, I've never been um, worried, nor if I if I did know that information, I would never never share it on a on a thing like this on that that when it that that's just asking for for trouble on that and whatever people choose to do prior uh, to wrestling and you know I know there are some people that can can go do that and go lift weights and it, I think it everyone reacts differently to it. I've never ever. Uh, ever once had a worry in my career um, of going out to the ring and, and wrestling a guy and thinking like, Oh, I think he's going to be, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel safe. I have never, ever thought that. So. Thank you, Michelle, for stopping in. My buddy Kevin doesn't know John Cena wrestled. He thought he was the son of Ernest from the movies. <laughs> I tell you what, I've seen the I and I think John could 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 play could play Ernest if he if he wanted if they I don't know if he would take that role if he that I I used to love those movies. That John though being popular with kids, if there's and if there's anybody that could take over the Ernest goes to camp and an Ernest franchise. It is John Cena. And I tell you that may be something when he's a little older, maybe like in 10 years and, and after, depending on where his career, maybe that's the final stage of his acting after he has, if he gets a big run and really, and then maybe he's like, you know what? I'm going to do these. I'm going to become, I'm going to like just be super over with the kids and Ernest, Ernest goes to camp. But Ernest was such a character, right? So, but I don't know how that, but it, it there would have to be a story that that he's Ernest's son. We, I would need. Is Ernest still alive? <laughs> I gotta, 
I, I'm heavily invested in that in, in John taking over that series. I, I, I think that would that would be entertaining. He does. He does look, he has similarities outside of being uh, extremely more muscular. But uh, I, I've seen the images and I, I, I they definitely, uh, I think he could pass as a son. <laughs> and his popularity with kids already, and, and right, that would, I just think that would be a layup into that because those Ernest movies, every time we went to the movie theater, to like Blockbuster, we always wanted to get the Ernest movies. If there was a new Ernest movie, we had to get it. Like those movies were super, super popular when I was growing up. I think at least, at least they were in my house. Uh, that's a very nice comment thank, uh, saying that me and Cena reminded you of Hogan versus Warrior. Thank you very much. Very kind. Very, very kind words. How do you cope with your pregame nerves? Just stay cool, calm, and collected. Confidence. Uh, com you know, conditioning creates confidence. If you know you're prepared, preparation creates confidence. When you're prepared, you're, you're ready to go. Of course, you're going to be excited to get out and get going. I never once, though, in, in wrestling and in, in WWE, I was more nervous and developmental than I ever was on WWE TV. I am more comfortable in, in front of large audiences. I don't know why. I think that is a great trait to have personally. I am more nervous for smaller venues with less people than I am with, with, with large groups of people. I would prefer... I am less nervous in front of 100,000 people than I would be for 20. And I don't know why, like, I feed off the energy and it's just like, I get, I like, I like just think it's the most amazing thing ever. That's the one thing I miss more, more than anything is that adrenaline rush and the energy. Uh, I the I, sadly the guy that played Ernest died from cancer, and I think yeah, well, man, I can't remember when I thought I'd remember. I got to go back and look. What year was that? I think now now that that, that rings a bell when you say that. I, I feel like because I remember a long time ago reading something with that, be like ah oh, man, but I remember the cancer part. I don't remember when. Uh, Justin says, listening to Al Snow and shoot interviews, he has such a good way of explaining things. Did you find it beneficial with him being attached uh, to Tough Enough? Yes, I did. And I've, I've talked about that numerous times. And I think he is 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 one of the, he has great psychology and he's, he's great at teaching uh, people the fundamentals and psychology of professional wrestling. And uh, it, a lot of the stuff... Uh, all of it all applied and things that I learned from him and that I, I, I figured out later uh, of uh, as in my career um, and everything he had, he taught us and, and said is, is was so true. And I think anybody, if you're a wrestler, if you are a, a wrestler in, in today and if even fans, but, but wrestlers and getting into the business and in the business, I think you could learn a lot just watching his shoot interviews online. And, and it's, and I've said that numerous times because 
guys like I, I find it. I know he has OVW and they're doing great things. I've always found it odd that that WWE let him go, or what? What I don't know the exact uh, specific reason uh, if he left or if they let him go and cut ties at some point. Why though he's not connected um, to NXT? And I, I think maybe he doesn't want to. I don't know, but I always thought that he he did such a great job with that tough enough franchise and you know um, and helping people understand the business um, that that you know. And he still is, and he's 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 doing it. Does these interviews? What where I'm getting at though is these interviews are very valuable. I feel in, in learning and understanding and having some psychology that sometimes it, that you don't. Wrestlers only know what what they're handed down, the knowledge and information and making mistakes and learning, right? And it can really, it can cut down the time it takes to figure out some things. If at, a lot, some people never figure out the things, but he is, he's, he is, you know, in a lot of things, he has this opinion on things, but a lot of the things he talks about, it's like psychology wise and that relate to pro wrestling. I, I, I tend to agree with, with almost all of it. And and that's and he he had a very lengthy successful uh, career as well, but he's very very good uh, at explaining things. He's a great storyteller as well, and uh, I, I'm grateful that I I, I had him. He, I, I contribute my success to my trainers and, and the things that they taught me, and then me evolving and in, in getting myself mentally where I needed to get to be successful and take that information and apply it. And it was a very happy, very happy that I got to, to spend time under him. Another shell shock. Uh, Justin, no, I just like going with the flow of the questions. I, I answer what you guys what you guys want to talk about or what you ask about on that. I've done the shows where I've had the guest and in uh, other shows where I have things that I'm going to talk about. You know, I don't. I like doing these shows just because it's a kind of like it's a it's a it's a mixed bag of what are we going to get for each and every show. My thoughts on Darren Young have always me and Darren Young have always got along great. I'm he's he's liked by everyone and uh, extremely hardworking, talented professional wrestler, and and great memories, great memories. Always laughing whenever he's around. We're laughing. Yeah, it's, I saw the Vince stuff that they since they've released what another five million. I saw that, and uh, it sounds like there's going to be probably more. And it seems like they're trying to like stagger it out almost. It, it, it's odd. It's very odd. But uh, I've just, the thing, I'm focused on what I got to get done right now. And uh, and everything's going to, like, that stuff is all fantastic. The timing of all of this with everything going on. And, and like, I'm just focused on, on finishing it with my business.
all the wrestlers are nice for the most part. Most wrestlers are nice people. I've always liked The Miz, always enjoyed wrestling The Miz, and I'm very happy for all of The Miz's success. I think he's super talented and an extremely hardworking uh, individual that he uh, sets his mind to something, he he tends to get it done. So I, I've always gotten along well with him from day one. From day one, we came to, up together from Tough Enough, and he's uh, he's always always done great. He's very, he's very, I think he's, Miz is one of Miz's, in my, just my opinion, I just think Miz is a great quality with Miz is he's extremely consistent, extremely reliable and extremely consistent, which allows you to make a lot of money and do a lot of great things over the course of a career, which he has done. Damien Mizdow was absolutely hysterical, and I was a big fan of that whole production, that whole act. Good to see all of you. Throw another shell shock there. Sorry, yeah, we uh, he's the 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 spammer. We'll, we'll try relentlessly to come in and we'll just continue to issue him uh, shell shocks. I think I meat hooked him on that one, put him in timeout because the shell shock wasn't working. My TikTok, and just so my TikTok is massively restricted right now. Um, they, uh, I don't know. I've tried sending in things. They uh, like right now. I've gone from having thousands of people in. I have sixty something people on my TikTok stream. None of my posts are being seen over there, and uh, they're not allowing me to do the videos where I say stupid. They uh, they hit me with two community guideline violations. Even though I have hundreds of millions of views, uh, and I think it's being done to stop. If I, they're allowing me to keep. Uh, making videos but now they have my account like it's under like probably i don't know how long it's going to last but i uh they weren't doing it on all the stupid videos but i go oh this is their way of keeping my account permanently restricted if i keep making those so i had to stop making the stupid videos but i've sent in things and i'm I'm waiting i've got like their creator emails they're supposed to get back to you they never get back to me with it and uh i've just said like look what's going on they but they, they they're classifying the word stupid as a reactionary video of me doing like something in my gimmick, reacting to a video that is completely fine to be on the platform as harassment and bullying and that promoting dangerous acts, even though I'm not, that dangerous act is not, that video is being stitched on their platform that they allow, that already has all these views, but they're hitting me with it. And I go, oh, that's their way of keeping my account restricted probably now if I keep doing that. So I stopped doing it. It's been four or five days, four days in the account though, nothing's being seen. Like I'm talking, like it's bad. So just the stuff I deal with, uh, I'm waiting to hear back on there. Like it's not even worth making posts. They'll be seen by literally a few hundred people. And then the post, it's like one of them has been four days. It's only up to a few thousand. I'm like, this is crazy. I'm not in the, but hopefully get that resolved. But it's just another thing that the constantly stuff with this YouTube has been absolutely brutal. They're not showing the videos like they were and the people don't get the notifications. 
I can't do anything about it. I message YouTube. Can you please help me? Nope. They don't message back. So I'm like, what do you, what do you do when, when, right? Get people messaging all the time. Hey, I have notifications on. I don't get any of your notifications. I don't know what to tell you. I wish I could help you. I wish the all 404,000 people were getting them that had them on. Right. But it is what it is. Shell shocked. Let's see here. Osmond, I would never even literally, that's a, that's a Mark question that I don't ever have to worry about ever having to think about answer. Yeah, I'm a little concerned with TikTok though. If you ever seen the show Black Mirror on Netflix, this is where social media is going. They're taking away entertainment and, and, and sarcasm and sense of humor, and they're taking away free speech, which is this why I if people want to hate. They're more than entitled to like they're going to get blocked on that. Right. But I don't think you should be unless there's it's violent and there's there's rules right on that. But like I think taking certain things and saying like people now like the harassment and bullying on videos and taking things out of context through entertainment and reacting like, or if somebody does do something that would be classified as being stupid by the majority of people, right? You're like, now you're creating a fake, happy, trying to, they're trying to create a fake, happy, positive world, which if you watch Black Mirror, that is what in the, the Instagram it, it show in that I highly recommend everyone watch. That is the direction that this stuff is kind of going where it's, if you, and I'm a big proponent of being a positive mindset and healthy, strong, hungry mindset, right? But you cannot take away freedom of speech in the way you just simply, but people have the choice. If you want to act that way and you want to act like you can, you allow that person to be blocked and whatnot, but the, 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 the platforms themselves, I don't think like they're, they're creating stupid's a bad word. What? And so that that's a very dangerous trail to go down. And with that, because it's only now they're taking away people like the if you play it safe, you can't do anything to that. Everyone's like, gonna people are always going to be offended by things. People there, there's no way to please 100 percent of people. Right. But that's what the platforms are trying to get. What do you get when you do like? It's very it's a very odd, weird atmosphere. And I, I, I don't like it. I don't know. And it's, I'm hoping some things change, but if you watch black mirror, a lot of things in the direction we're going with technology and, and things with people in general, it, it's, it's crazy. And this is coming from somebody very positive and stuff, but I, like, you can't take away like, like you comedians and stuff. A lot of comedians or stuff get, get, gets flagged and posted, man, that's, laughter comedy got to be able to laugh and if you don't if you don't find something funny you have the option to block it but you don't say you can't do it right it's very weird weird thing to me <clears throat> hello hello Go ahead and throw another shell shock here. 
God. Hello, hello. Uh, thank you, Cesar Ruiz. I appreciate the, the positive words about the show and for, for tuning in. Thank you very much, guys. Always appreciate all the love and support. We are we're gonna wrap up today's show. We'll be back on. We got we got a, another weekend show coming up here for you guys as well. Probably early tomorrow, uh, another Ryback show, and uh, uh, I've got to get a bunch of stuff done in between that and after with everything going on. But uh, I wish you guys all a great, great weekend. Check out my Feed Me More Nutrition supplement line over on FeedMeMore.com. All the new Ryback merch. I've got the Feed Me More shirt on here. We've got a ton of designs uh, of different things for men, women, all the different accessories uh, and drinkware, sticker packs. We've got all kinds of stuff on top of the best supplements on the planet. Save 20% with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. RYBACKSHOW20 over on FeedMeMore.com. Wishing you guys a very, very happy Friday and uh, a great, great weekend. Be safe. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. More.